When you think of the word geek, what comes to mind? A socially awkward outcast with Coke bottle glasses and a nose picking habit? Someone who has an exceptionally high degree of computer skills? Someone who's passionately knowledgeable about a hyper specific topic like, uh, I don't know, Game of Thrones or say the migration patterns of seagulls? Hello, and welcome to Beforewords, where we explore the origins and meanings of the words we use each and every day. I'm your host, and a squirrel with way too much time on his hands, Adam Couchy. Over the years, the term geek has had a number of connotations, describing socially awkward, passionate, and skilled folks alike. Geeks have also played significant roles in popular culture as well. Personal favorites are Milhouse von Houten from The Simpsons and Steve Urkel from Family Matters. I really was a 90s kid and I loved every second of it. But what if I told you that perhaps the person who most literally represents the word geek from its origins is one Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) What? Ozzy? How could a rock star be a geek, you ask? There's no way. He's not a geek. He's a badass rock star the self-proclaimed Prince of Darkness. Well, if he's a geek, then why did I buy this cool electric guitar? Well, the answer to all these sad questions, except the last one, will require us to take a few trips back in history. Among these places we'll be visiting are the 16th century Netherlands, carnivals in early 1900s Scotland, and a concert in Des Moines, Iowa in 1982. Let's begin there. If you're unfamiliar, in central Iowa, winter and heavy metal music go about as hand-in-hand as peanut butter and jelly. On a frigid January 20th, 1982, Veterans Memorial Auditorium hosted the former Black Sabbath singer to a crowd of roughly 5,000. Holy smokes. One of the attendees, 17-year-old Mark Neal, had been given a bat as a pet by his younger brother, who found the bat outside somewhere, supposedly. Maybe he just part of a bat community. Maybe he lived in a cave like Batman. Wow. There's not much to do in Iowa. At any rate, the bat failed to survive as a pet in the Neal household, and Mark Neal and his friends had the brilliant idea to bring it to the concert that night. You know, as anyone would do in that situation. And at some point during the show, Mark threw the dead animal on stage. Why was he dead? Ozzy, noticing it, picked it up and bit its head off. While we've left that oh-so-glorious image in your head, let's take a trip a bit further back in time, to 16th century Netherlands. At that time, a West Germanic language known as Low German had the word gek in its lexicon. Gek, spelled G-E-C-K, meant fool. This word passed on to other Germanic languages, including Lowland Scots, the language of southern Scotland, not to be confused with Scottish Gaelic. It was there that in the early 1800s, the letter C was replaced with another letter, E, and the word geek was born. At the time, it was used to describe circus performers, whose main act was to perform violent and disturbing acts on live animals. My God. Namely, the biting off of the heads of living creatures, commonly including snakes and chickens. I do love chicken nuggets. Now, nothing like a wholesome family Sunday at the carnival, am I right? (laughs) Now, some of you more loyally-minded folks out there might be thinking, but wait, the bat Ozzy bit was dead. To be true to the definition, mustn't the bat have been alive? You make a very valid point there, lawyer, but I'm sticking with my Ozzy Osbourne example, and I'll tell you why. 
A year prior to the incident in Des Moines, Ozzy was in a board meeting with record label executives in Los Angeles. Not an uncommon sight. Now, picturing the wild, outlandish, very sexy rock star in such a sterile environment as a conference room might seem a bit strange, and perhaps Ozzy himself would be the first to agree with you. He hated such meetings, I've talked to him, and his wife Sharon knew it. So they teamed up on a stunt that he would pull during the meeting. See, Sharon had given Ozzy two live doves before the meeting, and he stuck them in his coat. Oh no, I don't like where this is going. As his boredom was settling in, he brought a bit of adventure to the proceedings by taking the birds out of his coat and biting their heads off for the executives to see. I mean, how could they not? What were they doing, looking down at their pens at their writing? Come on, there's doves here. So while Ozzy might have staved off true geekdom with the more well-known bat story, you can even buy a plush bat with a Velcro detachable head from Ozzy's website? What? Why? He clearly earned his stripes previously with the dove incident. So now, lawyers, okay? I'm sorry I'm picking on you today, guys. I'm really sorry about this, but it has to go with the story, so listen up. The bat that he ate previously was dead. Sure, you brought up that point before. I get it. But now the doves are alive. Well, they were alive. And then the heads were bitten off. So yeah, as you can see, this whole thing has come full circle with Ozzy Osbourne both eating a dead bat and live doves, bringing us back to the origination of the term geek, meaning gek, also meaning biting off the heads of living creatures. Now, take this. Head out into the world with this new beautiful understanding of the word geek and wear that proudly. Lawyers, I'm talking to you. This has been Before Words, and I'm your host, Adam Couchy. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.